Hi, I'm Craig O'Sullivan, and today we talk about sounding crazy. Hi, and welcome to episode 11 of Just Cause Audio, where we take a metaphor from an everyday event, movie, or TV show, so we can learn to be better communicators, entrepreneurs, or just all-round better people. Why? Just cause. Today's metaphor has been taken from the movie Thor. If you've seen the movie, you'll notice that in the first couple of scenes, Thor, who's obviously a mythical god, is up in his heavenly realm, talking to his family, talking to his uh, royal constituents, speaking to all his other gods that are up in his heavenly realm. And if you hear it, he has this real prim and proper way of speaking. And at the start of the movie, you can really tell, and just instantly by the way that they're talking, you know that they're royalty. You know that they are almost godlike. You know that they are, you know, I suppose, above normal people just by the way that they're talking and the way that they're communicating and interacting with each other. And in, the, in this heavenly realm, everyone is talking the same. Everyone sounds the same, but it sets the tone that this is a heavenly realm and they're all gods or a f- form of mythical gods up there. But then something happens and Thor gets thrown down to earth where he meets humans and you can imagine, just like in any, any of these you know, alien-style movies, that first interaction between you know, foreign, foreign person and humans, such as aliens or gods in this, in this instance, there's always a major language barrier. There's always a challenge in the way that they communicate. And so Thor is sitting in the, in the cafe and he's given a, given a coffee and he drinks the cup of coffee and he goes, what is this drink? It's beautiful. It's amazing. And I don't even know. I can't even say it how he says it. It just comes across so silly. And then he smashes the, the cup on the floor. But he's speaking in his heavenly royal language and everyone in the cafe is looking at him as if he's weird, as if he's strange, as if he's a little crazy. And he does sound crazy, although moments before, only scenes earlier, was he a deity? Was he royalty? Was he a god? He was this godlike figure and we didn't even question the way that he was communicating. Why? because he was in a different realm. He was in a different arena. He was in a different atmosphere. But the, his communication style, the exact same communication style down on earth was strange, was unusual, and was considered crazy. They thought he, had, he was out of a loony bin until eventually he convinced them that, well, he saved them from, from, an, from an attack uh, from another you know, godlike figure. And then they realized, this guy ain't crazy. This guy is actually a god. But it just made me think that it's funny that in one realm, in one area, in one you know, arena, we can seem like gods. We can seem really intelligent. We can seem smart. And yet in other realms, we just sound crazy. And if you haven't come across this situation, it's probably because you're not aware of what's going on. 
Sometimes we can get caught too much in our, in our own language, in our own jargon, in our own lingo, in our own slang, in our own technical terms and information that we know in our industry or even in our culture or in, in our culture subgroup, in our groups of friends. If you notice, if you're, you're new to a group of friends, that each group of friends has sort of a unique way of communicating and you can quite tell the outsider. Now, to be effective communicators, our, the most important role is our job is to connect with people. And it's really difficult to be able to connect with people as communicators, as professional speakers, or even if you're just trying to communicate your, your job or your, your business to a potential client on social media, or whether you're communicating on stage. Either way, we need to communicate on their level, not on our level. And one of the biggest traps we can fall into in causing us not to be able to connect with our audience, connect with that potential client, is simply the reason for us not communicating in their language. We communicate in our language because every one of our industries, every one of our culture groups has its own unique language. And to other people, it sounds crazy. Now, let me just clarify something for a moment. It's not you, just because you have a unique language, unique jargon, technical uh, terms that you use in your business or in your industry, it doesn't make you crazy. And I'm not saying to not use that information. It's just about an awareness, a self-awareness of what area we are in, who our audience is, as to how much of that lingo you can use. Because with Thor, in his heavenly realm, it was normal. So when you're with other people in your industry, other, other people in your culture group, then yes, it's fine to use that lingo. But if you, we are wanting to connect with people outside, and I'm not saying people below us, like because Thor was heavenly realm and then he came down to earth. I'm, I'm not talking about, there is no hierarchy with this information. Every industry Every culture group has their own nuances in the way that they communicate. And so none is better than the other. So please, I, there is no hierarchy. And I'm not trying to tell you to dispel or get rid of your culture or get rid of your, in, your intellectual terms that you may know in, that's unique to your industry. Please keep them. They're amazing. It's great. It shows that that you know what you're talking about. It shows and it, and it brings a... I suppose it demonstrates your culture and it's a part of who we are. However, if we want to communicate to connect, then we need to make sure that we minimize that terminology. Now, one of the most extreme cases, we've spoken about Thor and you're probably thinking, yes, of course, it's an extreme case. Thor's from heaven. He's, he's, a, he's a god. Of course, he has to communicate differently to, to humans. Okay, then let's talk about humans for a moment. I'm sure we've all seen the TV show Big Bang Theory. And I know if you have ever seen this show or even seen a promo for this show, you'll understand that I'm talking about Sheldon. Yes, Sheldon. He's this guy that is super intelligent and 
and a, a physicist or you know some some do, has a PhD in physicist physics or something. I can't remember which one is which, but he's really scientific and technical with his the way he communicates, and he has zero interest in trying to connect with other people and communicate effectively with them. He has the attitude of well, if they want to communicate with me, they need to come to my level. And that's probably a prime example of the wrong attitude to have, that people should come to us. Look, if we're wanting to connect with people, we should make the effort. We should go to their level. Now, I'm not saying levels as far as they are below us and we're above. I just want to emphasize that. I, I, we just, it's just a, that's probably a technical term in the, in the communication, in the speaking industry, that we talk about coming down to their level. And that actually comes from, and I'll give you a little bit of background of this, just because I'm using a few technical terms. So I want to make sure that you can connect with this also. That technical term is usually referenced from the fact that a speaker is normally on stage and so they are normally elevated from their audience. So speaking down on their level is a technical term that's brought from coming down off the stage and communicating directly to them. Now you don't have to do that literally, but you can do it um, metaphorically through the way that we communicate. You know, meeting them on their level, that's what that means. It's not about that we are better than them or not. And so I really want to emphasize that. But Sheldon is a perfect example of using scientific terminology that just sounds crazy. You listen to the way he talks. He doesn't connect with anyone who he's communicating with other than other scientists and even other scientists he doesn't connect with because he speaks above them. He doesn't even simplify things for them, you know, like engineers or, or the other scientists that he have. Now, I, I can relate to this because I actually have a degree in science. It's an applied science degree. And when I first came in, it was, it was crazy how much terminology I had to learn. Now, at university and with all my fellow constituents, I was able to communicate with all these anatomical and uh, biological and um, biometric terms because of, of my, my degree. But if I was to sit here and talk to you about the origin insertion location of the erecta spinae, you probably wouldn't know what I'm talking about. And just simply some muscles that hold up your back. Um, spinae is, is Latin for spine and erecta means erecting. So it's the muscle that erects your spine or lifts up your spine pretty much. It's, but, but without me explaining it, you could be lost and you could be disconnected from what I'm communicating. And that's, that's just simply science terminology. And you're probably once again thinking, yeah, but science is foreign and science is really complicated. You know, a lot of the, lot of the language actually comes from a base root in Latin. Uh, so, so obviously it's, it's almost a foreign language. But this is not just limited to science or even technology. I've coached thousands of different businesses, ranging from... Uh, someone who actually made wigs out of human hair and all of the technical terminology that she would speak about about the different types of hair the different types of wigs the way it was made the manufacturing process the the weave everything under it i didn't even know what she was talking about and she's just talking about hair you know i i, I grew up with my mum is a building designer and built up in the con, i grew up in the construction industry and i coached a lot of people actually my specialty was the construction industry so my my a lot of my clients and i grew up around a lot of 
comp, uh, construction terminology and technical terms. And even then when I was talking to clients that were in the construction industry, I still had to do a double take and ask them to, to clarify what they were talking about sometimes. So it can range from real technical things through even just the, even just the hands-on jobs of construction. Every industry has their own terminology. Every industry has their own technical terms. Every culture has their slang. Now slang is those little things like for example, here in Australia, for a friend, we call them mate. In some parts of the world, they call them bro. In other parts of the world, they, there's just so many different ways, just different slang or different terms for the same word in unique cultures. And so we need to be aware of this to make sure that we can connect with our audience, that we're not, not too foreign with the communication. Let me ask you, and I know this is a kind of a one-way conversation, but I want you to just start thinking about what are all those technical terms or those, that slang or jargon or you know, unique words or terminology that is used in your industry or used in your culture or used in your social group. What are those unique terms? Now, now that we're thinking about those, it's important that we are aware of those when we're communicating. Now, once again, I want to repeat, just like with Thor, our main, our main metaphor for today, when he was in his heavenly realm, it was okay. It was actually, it would be weird if he didn't talk like that. So yes, still use that terminology in your culture group or in your industry when you're talking to other people that are in that same uh, industry and experience as you. But when we come to another culture, if we don't want to sound crazy, you know, a lot, a lot of people may think that, you know, it, it just makes us sound smart. Well, you tell me, Sheldon, when you listened to him speak, Thor, when you heard him speak, me, when I started using that, those anatomical terms, did I sound smart? Look, it may seem to you, you may have a frame of reference that someone who knows technical information is smart, but it didn't make a connection with you at all, did you? It, and that's the ultimate point. When we're communicating, it's not to communicate how smart we are, it's to communicate how we can connect with that person, how we can connect that information to that person and their needs and their current situation. But how do we fix this? Well, the first step or the first key is really for us to just be self-aware. Like I asked you before, what are those terms that you use in your industry or in your culture? What are those terms? And it's usually not until we sit down and really figure it out of what they mean or you know, really analyze what we're communicating as to being aware of what those terms can be confused as. I mean, look, I, I was raised a Christian and there's some here you know, you know, in religious organizations. They are probably the worst at this. And, and there's so many things that I didn't know weren't common language outside of the church just because I was raised with it. But it wasn't until I realized that how important it was to be able to connect my message to a particular person in their situation that I realized the importance of trying to translate my information for them to be able to understand. Otherwise, I won't be able to help them. 
And I know that's what you want to do. You want to help people. You want to serve people. And we can't do that if they don't understand. So like I said, first step is really analyzing. Sit down, even just write out on a piece of paper, list all those terms, ask someone, ask your friends, ask your partner, ask your kids, you know, because if you can't explain it to a, to a three-year-old, then, you know, you, it's, it's a little bit of a joke we have that if you can't explain a term, term to a three-year-old, then you shouldn't be speaking about it on stage because it's really important for us to almost communicate things at that basic level. So ask the people around you, what are the things that I say that are a little foreign for you and your, your circles? And that's the first, way, first step for us to be able to get over this challenge of sounding crazy. The second step, which I use, obviously my, my main thing is metaphors. And the greatest thing with metaphors is it makes the unknown known. That's, that's a basic terminology of, of a metaphor, is it relates an unknown concept or term to someone, to something that someone already relates to. I could sit here and talk about, you know, crazy terminology and not even mention any of the examples I gave. And you'd probably be a little bit confused, a little, it may be a little foreign to you in some of the things I'm saying. But because I spoke about Sheldon, because I spoke about Thor, because I spoke about uh, science terminologies, it all started to come into play for you. And the concept formed a picture. And that's the whole point of the metaphor. You could see it and you knew exactly what it was, even without knowing what it technically is. And so the first step is we, we really analyze and ask other people to help us analyze what are those terms. Now, second is we don't necessarily remove those terms, but we just make sure that whenever we use one of those terms, we use it within a metaphor or we use a metaphor to explain it. There's another metaphor which I have for, for, to give a great example in this situation is the TV show House of Lies. It's a great TV show. I've used metaphors of this before. But in this instance, you'll notice that halfway or regularly throughout the show, they're, they're consultants, they're professional uh, managing consultants that walk, go into corporate uh, firms and turn them around, you know, and, and they do lots of your know, investing strategies and, and corporate management strategy, corporate takeovers. And there's so much rich technical terminology that they use. But what I love about how this show is being created is whenever they start talking about a technical term or a concept, everything freezes and the main character then explains and narrates to the audience exactly what that means. So we could use a metaphor or we could pause our conversation for a moment and take the time out to explain it to our audience in plain terms. So see how we don't actually have to get rid of our technical terminology? Not all of it. I encourage keeping it because it does show that you know what you're talking about. It does show a little bit of authority. But if we are going to use terminology, if we are going to use technical terms, if we are going to use jargon or slang or phrases that are that are unique to your culture or your industry, then we just need to be aware that the whole point of it is we want to be able to connect to our audience. We want them to be able to connect with what we are talking about. So in summary, if you are going to use terminology, technical terms, 
unique slang jargon or words, phrases that are unique to your culture or your industry. It's okay to use some of them. Obviously, we don't want to plaster our communication of constantly explaining every single word that we use. I'm using that as a bit of an exaggeration. But the conversation would take way too long if we were to do that. So we still want to sprinkle or season our conversation with some of that unique terminology or technical information that we know to show expertise. And sometimes we just have to. But whenever we do, make sure, number one, let's audit ourselves so we don't sound crazy. Ask our friends, what do I say that does make me sound crazy? And you'll be surprised at how many things they come up with. Number two, explain it with a metaphor and and put it into pictures or a story that they will be able to understand when we do use that terminology. Or the third way is just take the time out and when we do use that technical terminology, stop and take the time to explain it to them. And I'll just finish with a quote from a great guru, John C. Maxwell, leadership expert and authority that said that a teacher turns a simple concept and makes it complex, yet a great communicator takes something that's complex and creates something that's simple. And so it's our job, if we want to communicate our message to an audience, whether it be a large audience or one-on-one around with group of friends, let's make sure that we avoid too much technical terms, too much jargon, too much slang, too many phrases or words that are unfamiliar to other people. Otherwise, we will just sound crazy and we won't build that connection with our audience. I'm looking forward to seeing how you're communicating more effectively to build connection with your audience and avoiding sounding crazy by not using technical terms in your communication. I'm Craig O'Sullivan. Thanks for listening. Join us on the next Just Cause Audio where we take a metaphor from an everyday event, movie or TV show so we can learn to be better communicators, entrepreneurs or just all round better people. Why? Just Cause. Just Cause.